back um, over 70 years and uh, looked at all the cases that have been tried under this this uh, rule, 36 or 6312, which is used here, which doesn't have to show harm done. It's not the that's not the burden. You don't have to show that anybody was hurt by your practices. There's nobody you defrauded specifically. Um, but they went back and they looked at cases over 70 years. I believe it's about 150 cases and found that there was no case where there was a ban on doing business where there wasn't harm shown. So even though that the the threshold is harm shown in the past, it has only been used to ban someone doing business when it's been shown that somebody was hurt. Say you're selling cosmetics that 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 are poisoning you. There's somebody that was hurt there. The cosmetics company gets banned. Is this fair to go after Donald Trump like this in this environment? Is my question. Well, look, I think what you said about the statute is absolutely true. Kristen Snell, who just joined us at the table and has used the statute. I was going to introduce him, but we can introduce him now as well. Kristen Snell is here. He's used the statute. Well, let's ask ask Kristen. You you use this, 6312, in the Trump University suit, a a university that was scamming people, wasn't actually giving them useful information for them to do business. And wasn't licensed and wasn't a university, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, is it fair? Look, the thing is that the notion that 6312 is this sort of weird thing that shouldn't be applied and so forth and so on, this this statute and the statute that was based on, which is called the Martin Act, which may be the one that people are more familiar with, the Martin Act applies to securities. These law, The Martin Act was put on the books in New York about 100 years ago. We have a lot of case law to support this. This, this statute is used by the AG's office every day against all sorts of other uh, frauds and misdeeds. The, 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 the legal standard is whether there was a tendency to deceive. That's what it is. And the legislature in New York made a public policy choice to say that that was an important weapon for the AG's office to have to vindicate the public good in this situation. We can't rent these apartments. We can't sell these apartments. Donald Trump's name is tainted here in New York. There's also the problem that we're facing in this city right now, which is that post-pandemic, people aren't working in offices right. at the same rate as they as they used to. And he owns or has a stake in office buildings. So how much are those office buildings now worth? He might have been able to sell them for a lot 10 years ago. Those were his most ago. valuable assets. I'm exactly. really glad you brought those up. Those are in a partnership that he has no management control over, but they are really the most valuable thing he owns. And, and when I talk to, on the brand issue, I've talked to branding experts, and some of them don't even rank him anymore because they see him as a political figure now. He really is not a brand like he used to be. There was a time when his brand did command a premium, and now the, it's just not. It might command a premium somewhere other than New York City, which, it, which and is... And that's arguable. I think it's a healthy debate so to have, but it's not like what it used to be. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Kristen's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's 
Friday, 16th February, Year of the Lord, 2024. Um, to show you how much you're hated and uh, how much the powers that be in this nation and throughout the globe want to make sure that you, that would be this audience, uh, have no access to uh, take over the executive branch of the government and to set things right starting this November. Uh, today, one of the great travesties, not a tragedy, a travesty, Took place in our took place in our country. Um, that is um, in uh, this New York. Uh, it was a Moscow show trial, and today he came out with all the calculations about what happened. It's three hundred fifty-five million dollars is the top line, but it is much, 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 much worse than that. And um, you can't even say it's outrageous. I mean, one, on one level, it's a joke. On the other level, it's incredibly, incredibly uh, scary. I want to bring in Boris Epstein now. Boris, uh, uh, Boris joins us by phone. One of the coordinators of this. Give me your first assess. First off, what exactly happened? What, what, what? Just break down what happened and what is? How did this judge? How does he have the ability to basically try to essentially bankrupt President Trump? Steve, honor be with you. Honor be with the posse. President Trump putting out a powerhouse statement just in the last several minutes. This case was a done and over with when the appellate division ruled on statute of limitations last summer and took Ivanka Trump out of the case. This case should have been in the commercial division in New York where it would have been put out of its misery. This case showed that the banks were happy, the insurance companies were happy, both were satisfied, both made tens of millions of dollars. There was absolutely no victims here, no damages here, no complaints here. All the other side had was a ridiculous $18 million valuation for Mar-a-Lago, $18 million for Magnificent Mar-a-Lago, which is worth 50 to 100, maybe more times that. They had a quote-unquote star witness who perjured himself on the stand. They did not allow a jury. They did not allow President Trump to, to make his case, to make his statements. They had an unconstitutional gag order. This was a complete railroading from the very beginning. President Trump built a magnificent business. He saved New York where they needed saving. And now New York is being ripped apart by violent Biden migrant crime. And what is what a New York attorney general and his crooked judge trying to do to run President Trump out of New York? But President Trump will continue to fight. President Trump's team is going to push back and fight this travesty on every single front on every single point, and in the end, President Trump will continue to win and will win the presidency back, walk back in the Oval Office, Jan 20, 2025. And then we'll deal with the judge and, and, uh, and Tish James and all the other people that, uh, that spurred on this travesty. Can you break down what happened? It's $355 million. Can you break down the, the broad components of that? I know... In addition, I think Don Jr. and Eric also got charged $4 million each inside the 355 I think they've banned President Trump. It seems like they're taking over his business. Is it for the next three? No, they did not ban him for life for, uh, for New York. I think it's only for three years from the real estate business. They lose their license. They're going to put people in to kind of either oversee or manage the companies. I mean, this is pretty dr – it's not a death sentence, but it's pretty draconian. Am I right in that? You're absolutely draconian is is not even the tip of the iceberg. What this is is an attack on America. It's an attack on the American system of justice, on the New York system of justice, and on on New York and American businesses. 
Nobody's going to want to do business if a rogue, corrupt AG with a crooked judge can then come in, use a never-before-used-for-this-purpose statute, and attack the deals where everybody's happy. The banks testified, said they were happy. They, they all made plenty of money. They wanted President Trump. He was seen as a whale of a client. They wanted him. They pitched him the business. They gave him the loans. They got paid back, and they were happy and satisfied. So were their insurance companies. Again, this is nothing but a Biden-directed witch hunt. The, it's an over-90-page decision, but the bottom line, the judge, you're pretty much giving uh, Tish James the corrupt New York AG who wanted to, quote-unquote, get Trump from the very beginning, giving her everything she wanted. But again, this is the lowest court judge in New York. This shouldn't have been with him. It should have been with the commercial division. The appellate division already effectively ended this case on statute of limitations. So there's a ton of battles coming up, and President Trump will win the battles, and he will win the war. Uh, Key, just walk me through so the audience is prepared. What the process of this, you'll file an appeal. I mean, is this something that's going to take a while, or are they going to try to quick march this? That's some of the legal strategy. Okay, fine. The audience should be very confident and rest easy that President Trump will fight this witch hunt and all the other ones. You see the one in Georgia already falling apart and being absolutely derided and and falling like the rotten house of cards that it is in, in Georgia. Same thing in Florida, same thing in D.C., same thing in Manhattan uh, on that big D.A. case. President Trump will crush all of these because they're nothing but rotten house of cards that are falling apart when you, when you push them over. And President uh, Trump has the backing of the American people. You just saw in the last hour, hour and a half since this fake judgment came down just how much support, how much backing he has. The, these yeah. witch hunts, these hoaxes and shams are driving the American yeah. people only further to MAGA, to President yeah. Trump. I'm going to go to Fonnie Willis in a second, but I'm going to stick with New York. Is there any doubt in your mind that this is actually driven by Biden and the Biden campaign, that this is this is the business aspect and to try to cripple President Trump on the money side, like they're trying to put him in jail and take him off the ballot? I mean, it, there's a central nexus here, and that is either using the Justice Department for the federal stuff, the radical Colorado courts and these source-backed groups, or even some of the establishment rhino uh, Republicans like Ludwig, et cetera. And here they're just using Tish James. Tish James's office as the AG, which we were talking with Alex DeGrasse again, I think, this morning or definitely last night again for the second time about how they're taking over the elections in New York. And, and she's going to be the czar of all elections come September 20th. Is there any doubt that this all goes back? The railhead of this is the Biden uh, crime family? There's absolutely no doubt about it. That's exactly what it is. This is crooked Joe Biden, their crime family, and they know they're getting crushed by President Trump at all the polls. They're getting absolutely annihilated. So they're pushing these witch hunts. And you, you've already heard that Joe Biden has been complaining that, oh, they should have tried to bring these fake cases to, to trial earlier. Then maybe, maybe President Trump wouldn't be on the ballot. He has said, Joe Biden, because he's so senile and he's so decrepit, has said the quiet part out loud time and time again. He's weaponizing law enforcement against President Trump, weaponizing the system of justice against President Trump. And all we ask for is fair justices, fair juries and fair judges. And with fairness, President Trump will continue to win all across the spectrum. Boris, the situation in in Georgia, I mean, do you have any idea when Kemp or somebody's going to step in? Because this is a humiliation for a, a city that is one of the global cities in the United States, Atlanta, with many Fortune 100, Fortune 500 global corporations, uh, one of the most impressive international airports in the world. Um, this is a humiliation. I mean, this Fonnie Willis thing is embarrassing. Do you have any idea 
when somebody's going to step in there and say, hey, we can't, we can't continue with this because you're humiliating the city and the business community? Well, Steve, again, President Trump putting out a powerful statement yesterday saying that there, there's no way that the state of Georgia can continue to, to put up with the embarrassment and the injustice that's been brought by that hoax, by that sham. And, and that's what's been exposed over the last 48 hours. It'll continue to be exposed. And, uh, you know, I think the, the attorneys have been doing uh, a lot of work and pushing against Fonnie Wells and pushing on uh, on her team and getting the truth out there. And as, as I said earlier, the more fairness we have from judges, the more truth we have out there, the more President Trump will continue to win all across the field. Boris, where do people go on social media to keep up with uh, all your activities? Steve, thank you so much. We'll keep fighting on every front. My information, the website is hot, borisdp.com. Sign up right now on borisdp.com. Hot on Twitter at borisdp. Get it at borisdp. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. Hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And Shabbat Shalom. Boris, thank you very much for joining us. Now, we have a lot going on. There may be even some statements later. We don't know. A statement just came up from President Trump. Uh, we are at Mar- the Real America's Voice. We're at Mar-a-Lago in case anything pops down there. We don't know that, but, uh, of course, the Real America's Voice team in Mar-a-Lago. We're also in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, the illegitimate usurper in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is driving all this hate on President Trump is supposed to show up. I want to go to Ben Burkwam. Uh, ben, we only got about a minute. We're going to go to break. What do you got for us? Yeah, hey, uh, Steve, we've got a uh, Biden uh, just finished up the most pathetic comments I've heard. He's uh, the motorcade's expected to come out right here. And we've got folks out here from the community that uh, not only feel abandoned, as Rick said, they feel punished. We've got Rick Chai out here and then uh, a mom out here as well. We're going to be talking to some of them. It's just an absolute disaster and just a slap in the face to every single citizen here in East Palestine. If you listen to those comments that Joe Biden and and in particular with the EPA, the director of EPA said, just an absolute slap in the face, patting their own back as this community has been destroyed. Uh, ben, stay right there, hang right there. Tell the folks we're gonna be right back. We're gonna return to East Palestine for this fiasco with the illegitimate Biden regime. Of course, they'd roll him out there because he hasn't gone before, remember. When you look back in the history of this, the inflection point of President Trump's return to the White House was East Palestine, Ohio, when President Trump went out there and actually spent time with the people and heard their concerns and offered all the assistance he possibly could. Big assistance, assistance is returning to the White House. Short break. Back to East Palestine, Ohio in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're going to go. We just froze up there for a second. A lot of, as you can imagine, people trying to pull down from the satellite. As soon as you know, is that Ben? Uh, let me know when Ben's back up. Uh, the usurper. Is finally out there. Let's go to Ben Burquam live on the scene. Ben Burquam, has the motorcade of the usurper gone by? Yeah, uh, Joe Biden actually just saw his his vehicle go by. He was in it with the mayor. Uh, we've got the folks out here. I just want to talk to some of them here for you, Steve, real quick. Moms, come here. Come here. Come talk to me. What do you what do you make of this? Them patting themselves on their back. It's disgusting. I can't believe this is happening in the United States of America. We're never going to get help. They're going to leave us all here to die so they can play politics. This is not okay. It is not okay. We are not okay. We need help here. Our kids need help. Do you trust anything that they're telling you? Absolutely not. If I would have heard myself. Some of the things I said a year ago, I would think I was a crazy conspiracy theorist, that there was no way our government did things like this. Let me tell you, our government does things like this. They are covering this up. Steve? Ben, ask, ask, ask her to be specific. Talk, talk to us about it for a second. Tell us to talk to us about it. So... Yeah, so talk to me about the, the specifics that you're dealing with. I know you were talking to me about your kids earlier, This uh, the concerns you have for your kids and their future. My daughter got out the first night, and she has not been back. I have 47 immediate family members that live within the one-mile zone. My twin nieces, 14, have been diagnosed with chemical bronchitis. They've tested high for vinyl chloride metabolite. They have skin rashes. They've been sick. All of my friends that live in town still have children with symptoms. They're still experiencing symptoms and for a year now the EPA is telling us everything's okay they have no clue what multiple chemical exposure does to us or to our children just tell us that quit lying quit telling us we're crazy and we're not sick I don't need your science my body tells me things aren't here they're not okay here they're not ladies uh, I completely agree with everything Jamie's saying. Um, we feel very neglected. We've been very vocal about how sick we are. The CDC came in and admitted those things, and we're still, I'm still in a hotel with my son who has lingering health problems. I have lingering health problems. There's no one to tell us what's going to happen to us, and we have no solution. We have been abandoned, and we've been neglected. We've been ignored. Yes. Yeah, I have to second all of their comments. Um, the biggest problem is that the EPA comes in and they do their testing, but it's not testing that reflects the reality of what's happening here. They're not using meters that can accurately represent the breadth and depth of chemicals that we're seeing here. Um, and there's just not a lot of information. We've begged the CDC, ATSDR to come to give people some insight on what's going on with their health and their children's health. We're seeing a lot of nosebleeds with kids. Some children are having seizures. People who were recently cancer-free are now seeing lumps showing up in scans for checking for cancer again, um, and they're monitoring. So we have a lot of unmet needs in this community. Now, I'm not a part of the community. I live in Cleveland, but I'm a concerned mother because I live very close to railroad tracks. This could have been my hometown. So I'm just, excuse me, but I'm really pissed off because 
This could be my house. This could be my child with a nosebleed in the middle of the night or projectile vomiting and we have to flee our home. And then the government says, sorry, everything's okay. You're okay. Yeah. So we're not, we're not taking that. Rick, you're, you're a doctor here. You're dealing with this. Now you're running for Congress uh, to, to that, to Steve's question, the specifics. And I want to get some of the, some of the moms in here and the grandmas in here and into the conversation as well. Rick, what are we, what are we seeing specifically out here? So we still see patients with uh, headaches, rashes, sore throats. Um, I was just in the Creek last night. I took the media down. It is, there's chemicals everywhere. Again, when I dug in the bank at the Creek, uh, at the East Palestine Park, chemicals just coming out of the creek. Uh, you but they told us it's all good. They told us it's pre-disaster levels. It is not. The EPA last week when I was on an a, uh, interview with them, uh, they said there's no evidence of any chemicals left. As I walked through the creek last night, and I just put it on YouTube, there's chemicals coming all around of our feet. So they're either the most inept buffoons uh, or there's something criminal going on, and you know which I believe. Yeah. And D6 of Ohio, there's only one choice. Yeah. For a non-embedded politician, we need to pry them out like Alabama ticks, and I'm prying them loose, and we're going to win, and I'll fight for the whole damn district. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Hi. What do you what do you make of this? You're out here in the freezing cold. It's snowing, and you took your day to come out here to see this. Joe Biden shows up a year late. Have to support my community. We all need help. I'm a cancer survivor. Last December, I was declared cancer-free. This happened in February. Ever since then, every day I have to get up and think, the water I drink, the air that I breathe, is that going to bring the cancer back? Hmm. It's scary. And I know I'm not the only one. I met three other women today that are cancer survivors that are going through the very same thing. It's scary. It's very scary to have her beat that and then this happened. I don't want to lose my mother. I'm, I'm, I'm too young to lose my mother right now. And it's not just her. Like she said, there's, this is going on with a lot of people. So that's my concern. They're, they just have to do something about this. They have to do something about it. They're, not, they're saying everything is okay, and it's not okay. There's chemicals there. We can see them. I don't know what they're seeing, but... I know I can see them. Been down to the cricks. My daughter lives right beside the one that goes through. My grandbabies can't even play in the in the crick anymore because she won't let them because it, as soon as you walk in it, the chemicals pop up. But Steve, Joe says everything's fine. The EPA says everything's fine. That's the message. And as, as you know, we spoke to uh, Stephen Petty. He's one of the foremost experts on on these chemicals. And he said we won't even know for three years potentially. This is it's just a slap in the face to the people of East Palestine and to the people of America. Uh, ben, explain this to me. Uh, when uh, uh, the usurper Biden was out there today, why do the people keep using this phrase? They, it's not that they've been forgotten. It's that they've been, they're being punished. What do they mean by that? Yeah, so I, I'll actually ask you directly. So this was a question. I know Rick brought this up. Uh, he had said, you guys don't just feel abandoned. You feel like you're being punished. Would you agree with that? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. What did we do wrong? I mean, we're just common, everyday people. Why do we have to go through this and be ignored and forgotten? And fight to have it right. Why do we have to fight for them to make it right? It, it, this wasn't our fault. We didn't ask for this. But we have to fight them for them to make it right. It's, 
I don't know what I expected today, but it, it, I had a light little bit of hope, you know, that something would be done here instead of just speaking to an empty fire department for 10 minutes or whatever it was. And then they made us move several times so we wouldn't even be near the motorcade or anywhere near it. And it just feels like a joke. Um, there's not much to say about it. It's just very sad here. We're, we're all suffering, it feels. But, uh, or final thoughts? I just have to laugh but cry at the same time you you hear joe biden i don't even consider him our president it's just empty words empty words i don't take anything he says to heart it's just he's an empty shell of a man that's how i feel about it ben let me ask you the biden didn't come and have a town hall he didn't have all the town come together and, and give him a talk like at the high school or something like that it was really a small space like the fire department no, no, no town hall, uh, a select group of people that were invited, uh, a hand-picked group of people that they knew wouldn't challenge them on anything, would only, it was all the yes men in the room, uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's what you've come to expect. This is, it's, it's just an absolute slap in the face. They, they weren't coming out here to do anything for the community. They were coming out here to pat themselves on the back for a job well done for abandoning this community and and you see it all over the town it's just it's it's just it's horrific it's horrific and because this represents this doesn't just represent east palestine this represents every small town in america this is what every small town in america feels like they feel like they've been abandoned by washington dc and they are left to fend for themselves and that's what we're up against it's america last it's america last in action um ben was did they really go out and not offer any hope for the people in East Palestine at all? Did they not say we're going to double down on testing. Was it really a congratulatory pat on the back of what a great job yes. they've done and how everything's been cleaned up in a year? Yeah. If yeah, if you haven't heard it, you need to go back and listen to the audience out there that did not hear, in particular, the, the comments by, and by the way, thank you to Randy for holding the camera. I know his fingers are freezing. It's freezing out here. Uh, the, the comments by the EPA director that was out here patting themselves on the back, saying that Joe Biden did everything he possibly could, that from day one they've been doing everything they possibly can. It's, it's just, it's, dis, it's, it's not even disgraceful. It's it's nauseating. It was probably the worst political theater I've ever seen in my life. And this is really, so for people to understand, this wasn't even about Joe Biden coming out here. Joe Biden could care less. Joe Biden doesn't give a damn about the people of East Palestine. This was all for uh, Sharon Brown. This was all, for, uh, uh, excuse me. It was, Sherrod. Yeah, Sherrod Brown. This was all for Sherrod Brown, the senator of Ohio, who, who's trying to get reelected. That's all this was about. They don't care about the people of East Palestine. They could care less. This was all about coming out here, saying we've done everything we can, when they still haven't declared a disaster. They still have not declared a federal disaster. When this is one of the worst environmental disasters in American history, they still have not declared the disaster. So no, they did absolutely nothing for the people. Ben, what is your uh, social media? We're going to come back to you, but we now know the president of the United States is, uh, that would be Donald J. Trump. The real president is going to address the nation at 545. We're going to cover it live here in War Room at Real America's Voice. Ben, until then, what's your social media? 
at Ben Burkwam on all social, frontlineamerica.com, and the best, americasvoice.news. Our new episode of Law and Border is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, but I will also be live with President Trump tomorrow in Michigan as well as he comes out, uh, uh, he comes out here as well, another area that's been forgotten. So I'll be there live, but I'll, I'm going to head down with the people in town here for the rest of the afternoon. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll come back to you, Ben. A sneaker, he's also going to be at SneakerCon tomorrow. President Trump taking it up a couple of notches. Birchgold.com. Go to birchgold.com right now. Get the end of the dollar empire driven by the maniacs in the Biden regime. President Royce White and then President Trump next in the war room. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it, but you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. Um, the Royce White uh, joins us. Royce, you've been on fire as far as content goes. You're now the opening act. Right now, Royce opens for the president. The president's going to come to the sticks at Mar-a-Lago here momentarily. We're going to cut live to that Real America's Voice. I think Real America's Voice may be the only feed today, I think. We're going to cut to Real America's Voice there momentarily. So Royce is the opening act for the president. And every Saturday morning now, Real America's Voice, Royce is the opening act for my favorite show of the week, the Saturday War Room. Tomorrow's going to be incredibly special. Royce White, tell me about the show. Well, we're happy. We're happy and honored to be able to open up for the War Room. Obviously, I got my start in the MAGA movement right there on the War Room, and, and I'm uh, very proud to know you and, and have you as a mentor and friend. And I'm proud of the War Room posse and all the great progress we've made in this country uh, since its inception. I remember watching the early days of War Room pandemic, so I'm happy to be a part of the family and the crew. Uh, and bring as much fire breathing as I can bring. The boss man told me I had to keep the profanity to a to a minimum, so you have to tune in to please call me crazy on War Rooms Getter to get that. But um, but I think we're 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 gonna have a great show, and, and we plan to expand. So your audience is fantastic on Getter. I watch it all the time. Uh, call me crazy. It's huge. I know you're doing the radio, all that. Couple questions here before we got to go to to uh, to Mar-a-Lago. Number one. You're one of the leading uh, public intellectuals about populist nationalism in the country. Give me your assessment of East Palestine, Ohio, sir. 
the grandiosity of the federal government undermines the meaning of community. Uh, it's, it's been that way for a long time in this country. Uh, and Joe Biden, you know, look, he, he's a shell of himself, obviously, but the people around him that set his schedule, they know very well they have no plans to help the people of East Palestine. They have no plans to help the people all across this country. They have no plans to help anybody who doesn't doesn't support their illegitimacy. So um, this this doesn't shock us. Uh, it is sad and, and, and tragic to, to see people there who are desperate for help and guidance and leadership be given the runaround by by puppet politicians. It's it's uh, it's disgraceful. You, your theory of the case, you've been saying for a while, you, you got to stop calling people Republicans and Democrats, even conservatives and liberals. You got to look at globalists versus nationalists and populists versus elitists. How is this uh, this tragedy that continues to unfold on uh, Capitol Hill, and particularly now you got all the all the the senators are all over at the Munich Defense Conference, and they're and they're putting massive pressure on us to figure out how to get that money to Ukraine. Uh, your observations and analysis, sir. I think it's very simple. I mean, I think our three priorities in the MAGA movement have to be the border, the debt, the forever wars. We got to close the border. We got to pay the debt. We got to stop the forever wars. These people seem to want to do it all in reverse. And it's very, very simple to identify who's who when when you boil it down to those three issues. And I don't care if they say the Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, Christian, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, the, the, the bottom line is the American people don't want to send $1,300 per household to, to fight for the, the territorial integrity of a border halfway around the world when our own is wide open. And, and we don't want the two issues to be, you know, uh, uh, conflated in, in legislation. Anybody who doesn't want to bifurcate the two issues tells you exactly who they are. They're, they're warmongering neocons and, and we're sick of it. Uh, uh, your assessment of what happened in New York today, uh, this judgment, $355 million against President Trump, broken down in different tranches, banning him from uh, doing business for three years, but putting people into his companies, run his company so he can't even run it. Uh, your thoughts? Well, the first thing that comes to mind, Steve, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge critic of our own team. I coach high school basketball. I help coach high school basketball. My, my own son's seventh grade team, the little platoons, as as they call it, that make this country go. But um you know, you know, I'm very critical of our own team uh, because our team has been been charged with the duty of saving this republic. So we got to be real about the flaws in, in, on our team. And one of the huge flaws of the conservative movement is we have this, this blind faith in the concept of rule of law. There is no rule of law when your lawmakers are corrupt. Fannie Willis is corrupt. The lawmakers there in New York City are corrupt. The lawmakers there on Capitol Hill are corrupt. The rule of law is dead. It's suspended. And <clears throat> the first thing that really pops to my mind is all of these claims that Donald Trump plans to be this dictator on day one. Well, I say a lot of what I hope he does on day one does make these people uncomfortable, does seem like a, a deviation from the status quo. Look, look we, the, the supply chains are a matter of, a matter of national security. Uh, the debt is a matter of national security. The border is obviously a matter of national security. But but most importantly, these district attorneys and judges that have been planted by by foreign interests and globalist agendas like like George Soros is uh, is a matter of national security. And these people should be disbarred. There should be executive orders on day one to to weed out all these people who have been planted by anti-American interests. Uh, Royce, one more time. Give us I want to know to get all of your content. You've got a ma magnificent writings. You've got books out. You've got a radio show. You've got a podcast. Now you have a TV show. Uh, on Real America's Voice before us on Saturday. Where do people go to get it all? 
Um, you can go to RoyceWhite.us. That's my Senate uh, website. I'm running against Amy Klobuchar here in Minnesota. She's another feckless one there in the United States Senate. Um, other than that, tune in to Real America's Voice tomorrow at 9 a.m. We're leading for, for Steve Bannon in the War Room and the War Room Posse. We got an extended hour of War Room on Real America's Voice, I feel like. So we, we appreciate all the support and feedback. And Godspeed to you, brother. I love you. How, how would you how would you have comported yourself last week? Would you have done more of the because I think one of the things people were a little disappointed in is some of the senators didn't take the filibuster longer. If, if Royce White were to be the senator uh, from uh, the junior senator from uh, <laughs> Minnesota, would you would you have, would you have stretched this out? Uh, would you have stretched this out a bit? Steve, I'd be there filibustering right now. I'd be there for 30 days straight. They'd have to just kick me out of the Senate because I'd be there as long as it took. We can't send another hundred. It's going to be a, it's going to be ten trillion dollars before it's all said and done. And the Russians are going to invade the, the entirety of Europe. They can't even they can't even take the Ukraine. It's it's ridiculous. It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. And it's 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 robbery. They're stealing from the American people. It's disgusting. Of course, I would filibuster. Royce White, uh, don't ever change, brother. You're a warrior, a true warrior. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. So you get the pregame of the War Room now on Saturday morning from 9 o'clock. You got Royce White here Real America's Voice. And, of course, we're at 10. Tomorrow's show is going to be in, incredible. Royce just said right there about the supply chains. Remember, there's a business. Dr. Sean and the guys over at Jace Medical have set up a business around the threat of the supply chains with the Chinese Communist Party. Don't get caught sideways at all about your medicine in particular about active pharmaceutical ingredients. Remember, the Chinese Communist Party are quite strategic. They got, they got the grip on that, and they know they got the grip on it. Just go to jacemedical.com. Do it now. Check it out. I think you'll be quite uh, pleasantly surprised how Dr. Sean and the team have thought this issue through. And Royce White's absolutely correct. It is a national security issue. Mike Lindell, uh, Mike Lindell are you still in Mar-a-Lago, or did you, or did you take off? No, I'm here reading my book, Steve. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm on my way home though. We're uh, <laughs> this is my book, everybody, from crack addict to CEO. What are the odds? And uh, I'm on my way. I'm going to be heading back to Minnesota, Steve, for the you know God's given me a platform, everybody, for a voice, and this is all of our platform. And I to thank the War Room Posse. What I'm going to do? I'm going back to Minnesota. This is just for the Posse. I'm going to autograph all these books, and if you order. Your orders today that you do to help out my employees, my call center employees, if you order by phone, I'm going to get, send this to you free with your order, and uh, um, and then uh, your whole orders can also ship for free. So this call-in special is just exclusive to the War Room. You guys have had my back and have my company's back, and we're so grateful. And uh, so call in all those operators at home. These are stay-at-home moms and fathers across our country. And you guys, they've, they've thanked you over and over, and this is the way we can thank you. Uh, so you get a free copy of my book. I'm going to go back on, on Monday morning on, this, on the show, Steve. I'll be right there in my factory uh, autographing these books so we can say hello then, too. They, um, but promo code WARROOM, you guys, all the products that we have, we're leaving. The, the, I know the flannel sheets are getting low. The WARROOM posse grabbed them. But the 50% off all the toppers, the MyPillow 2.0 mattress toppers, as low as $99.99. Um, we got the, the uh, duvet covers. We've got the down comforters. Uh, we've got the, ma the mattresses themselves, the slippers, all the stuff. 
And, uh, and by the way, you can also, I set it up too, if you call in an order for my store, I'm also going to ship you, you're giving my book for free, and I'm going to autograph them, I personally autograph them all on Monday morning for my factory in Minnesota. So, so we have all the specials. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Specials only for the War Room and the free shipping. And if you if you can't get to the website, 800-873-1062, and you get a special deal. You order there with the, uh, with the War Room uh, promo code. You get the free autographed autobiography of Mike Lindell. Oh. You will not be able to put it down. The harrowing experiences that Mike Lindell put the rest of the world through, not just himself <laughs> until he found Jesus. What <laughs> he put the you, world Steve, through. I'm actually your poor parents here. Look at this. I'm going, wow, the American dream. I went from an ex-crack addict to where we are now. 83 million my pillows sold later. And I'm just, it's just miracle after miracle in the book, everybody. We had God's protecting me. I had 14 near-death experiences. Oh. And and it's not just a book about addiction and it's about entrepreneurship and just miracles that God's done in my life and what what they can do, what he can do in yours. Hang on, hang on. You were a crack addict and a degenerate gambler at the same time. You had you were That's the combo right. platter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, well, it's a miracle. When you read the book. Yeah. <laughs> and and realized that I was an entrepreneur, but what did I buy? I bought a bar that I had for 13 years. Probably not a good place for an addict. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good. Okay, we got a bounce. Can you tell the we're we're going to cut to Mar Lago here in a minute, Mike? I just want you to make sure that I know you and the president are working on the DeVos uh, on the DeVos. Um, yeah. On my producing teams are giving heads up, but also tell the president we have his back. I know today was a very tragic day. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a travesty. A very tragic day for the president. So make sure before you leave, make sure you tell the president the war room's got his back and the war room posse's really worked up about this. Yeah. And you know he's always upbeat, you guys. Just so confident. Hey, and we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna jump we're we're gonna jump right now. Go ahead and cut. We're gonna jump to see President Trump coming out. Is that true? Okay, oh, all right. Okay. See you guys. God bless you. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. See you. With my crack twenty twenty, not. <laughs> I think it was a Secret Service guy coming out. Okay. There you have the. That's the. Um, for those of you who had not had the pleasure of going to Mar-a-Lago, uh, that is right there. Those are those huge doors when you come around the um, kind of, I guess, the circular driveway up to the front. That's where uh, President Xi of China, that's where the dignitaries all get dropped off. And President Trump meets them right there. And then you go into this foyer and then you go into this magnificent kind of reception hall. It is um, one of the most extraordinary pieces of architecture in this country. Uh, it is like it was you think you're in something that was built in Florence at the height of the uh, of the uh, Middle Ages with all the craftsmanship that came from the Renaissance. I mean, it's just it is absolutely a stunning building. And it kind of goes back to what happened today. Remember the geniuses at uh, that did this. And this is a crime. What they committed today, uh, Tish James, uh, this crew in New York looking for every possible way to destroy President Trump. Um, they committed a crime today. And that's a crime not just about our form of uh, a free market capitalism. It's just not against the customs and traditions of this country. I mean, even Katie Turr. And, and we knew Katie from the, the 16 campaign and then the White House. And, you know, Katie's, I think she's the first to admit she's a liberal progressive. But she's a, she's a pretty good newscaster, got a good show. I mean, Katie Turr sat there and she goes, hey, hang on for a second. How much time has this law really been applied to anybody in at this scale? And is this really fair? And you had the hubbada, 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 hubbada. And finally, the New York Times 
reporter who's just as mean as can be. She goes, well, because she said, was anybody harmed here? And they go, well, the banks. And she says, yeah, but the banks made all this money. How can you say the harm? And her st- no, the banks could have made more money. Well, that's still, you know, as a guy that came out of that profession, I don't think that's been proven. And I got to tell you, I don't know any banker that would say that it's really proven because it would actually be a breach of fiduciary responsibility by the banks not to have their, their due diligence. Remember, when President Trump and those guys give a valuation, and my point is the judge here valued Mar-a-Lago at, what, $18 million? This is a irreplaceable jewel of American architecture in Palm Beach. I mean, the setting is absolutely stunning. It's on this beautiful, it's right on the, uh, it's right on the beach as you come down from Palm Beach proper, and then you kind of go around the circle where Mar-a-Lago really is the, the pivot, and then you go down all the way to the Four Seasons and the other hotels. In fact, um, uh, many billionaires live right there on the, uh, right there, they, uh, you know, one of the billionaires, Ken Griffin has, I think, bought five houses and trying to put them together for something that'll never be what Mar-a-Lago is, will never be what Mar-a-Lago is. And I think they valued that, it's, I don't know, five or six hundred million dollars, seven hundred million dollars. This just shows you how much Alpha President Trump is, but just in the logic of it, if the banks are doing their due diligence, because remember, they all had consultants, they all have advisors, and the bankers themselves do the due diligence. When you're doing these type of transactions, of course, the company presents you with all types of things. They present you with projections, their ideas of what things are valued at, uh, real estate valuations, asset valuations. You get that. When you do financings, this is exactly what you do. And what do you do is you get some consultants, you get advisors, but you also do your own work and run your own numbers. And you run perturbations, one perturbation after other after other. And you do all the discounted cash flows. You argue. You look at contemporary what's going on. These banks were not a bunch of rube uh, community banks. These are the most sophisticated banks in the world that did these types of transactions all the time. No, it is just a bald-faced lie. And even when they do the calculations, it, it's a bank. no banker complained here. No banker gave testimony that they get ripped off. There was no defaults. I don't think there was ever any late payments. These were just, this was as close to normal course of business. So here's my point. They took what is normal course of business that happens every day in every major city in this country in the valuation of real estate properties and the financing of, of, of record. Is that a 10-minute uh, Okay, I'm getting assigned 10 minutes, but hey, we're on Mar-a-Lago time, so it might be 10 minutes, it might not. Uh, if, 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 uh, if uh, maybe timing it, because Tish James, big Tish James, the boss of New York, and she is the boss, um, she's gonna supposed to be on 6 o'clock live. We're going to be taking that on our follow-up show. I want to really thank Real America's Voice, particularly Real America's Voice uh, that's letting us blow breaks here when we have these uh, kind of live things. Also, I got to give a shout-out to Rob Sig. It, it kind of got buried today when we made the announcement. We're very honored to make the announcement here today on uh, the morning show. But the vice presidential poll, remember CPAC's known as a, having a presidential poll. And this year, I think Matt Schlapp and Mercedes, and maybe I recommended, I know some other people talked to them. They came to the decision that, hey, maybe we had the VP poll this year because obviously you don't need a, the, the primary was over before it started. In fact, the phony primary is uh, one of the reasons that Ronna McDaniel, now I think the Washington Post had the definitive story out by Josh Dawsey, and I think Ashley Parker did a story this morning, uh, and it gave, went to a lot of insights, quite frankly, what the war room had done to take the trenching tool and dig her out, 
with Charlie Kirk and Turning Point Dove, and of course, many, many, many others. Uh, but in uh, in getting lost in that, I think, and by the way, so Rob Sig and these guys are doing the VP uh, situation. Uh, they're going to back the poll, and I think that's just tremendous. Really want to thank Real America's Voice for stepping up here because you're going to have every, I think, virtually all the vice presidential candidates are going to speak at CPAC. And what we're going to try to do is corral as many as possible and be on our live show. If we can't get them, they'll be up there for Charlie Kirk and post on other people uh, that uh, that will happen with them. Just a programming note. As we go to the top of the hour, when we come back, we're going to have two. We're going to have Tish James. We're going to have President Trump. Of course, we're going to take President Trump and hear his remarks. I would hope if he's running a few minutes late, he might... Uh, he might let us all see what Tish James had to say, and then he could uh, he could jump in there and respond. I know he's probably very worked up on this. And the reason is, is, like I said, this is normal course of business. This is absolutely, without a doubt, absolutely without a doubt, uh, one of the worst things uh, that I've seen. Is that Ben Burkwam? Did I say Ben Burkwam? Let me go back to Ben Burkwam. Ben. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. Uh, the president's running a few minutes late. You can wrap up. Tell me, uh, give me your summary of East Palestine. The usurper went there today, yeah. and this sound like the uh, the folks, the good folks of East Palestine, were unimpressed. Yeah, well, in fact, apparently he's still here. He decided to stop by a candle shop around the corner here and uh, just, you know, again, picking and choosing who he speaks to. Let me get a couple of the locals in here. What do you guys make of this? It's a crock. This is a photo op. It's election year. Why'd it take you a year to get here? You could vacation, but you couldn't come here yeah. to your own citizens that you're supposed to be, you know, protecting and taking care of. Yeah. It's crap. No town hall. Didn't invite you guys in to hear from you. Nope, not at all. We're standing on the curb just waiting for a glimpse. Yeah. In the snow. Yeah. And he's in a nice warm candle shop picking out a candle. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I, yeah, <laughs> I heard about the sniffing. What do you want to say, ma'am? Oh, same thing as she said. I, I believe it. It's just a photo op, and he should have already been here, and I'd like to offer him a glass of water. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, Steve. So that, that's pretty much it. Everybody uh, that I've spoken to, well, they, did they he feel, drink? again, hold either it, abandoned hold it, or punished. Yeah. Did the EPA director or go the ahead, president, Steve. did they drink t water from the tap? Did they did they drink water from yeah, the tap? Did, did they do anything did the to EPA really director, show? Did Biden, did any of them drink water? Oh no. Did they anyone anyone did they come to your house and offer to drink some of your water that they're making you drink? Anyone? No. Nobody's been here. No. My nope. Real, nope. Nope. They didn't even try it. No. Nope. Our real president came last year. Yeah. 
Yeah. He probably would drink the water. Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably wouldn't because he knows better. He knows better. Bring us. Yeah. Any, anybody else? No. Anyone else no. want to jump in on it? Has, has uh, Joe Biden come to your house to offer to drink any of that, that water he tells you to drink? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't help him out, huh? Nah. Yeah, so they're standing. We got folks out here. They've waited over a year standing out in the snow, and uh, this is what you get. You get a, a feckless, did he, uh, feeble guy. Ben. Who's sitting in a candle shop? Ben, did he go sniffing candles? Did he go to Did he go to the Did he go to any of the creeks? Did he go to any of the creeks? No. Nope. He went to the crash site. That's where they had the press conference, if you want to call it that, where he and the EPA director came out and patted themselves on the back, and and sadly the mayor came out and and did more of the same. Uh, it's you know you've got a few people that appear to have been bought off. But the citizens of the community, everywhere I've gone, all over town, just feel totally abandoned. He did not go down to the creek. He didn't go anywhere where the people uh, could have asked him any questions. He went to the specific designated places to do the specific designated photo ops. And then he's heading back out and will probably never return to this place. Uh, ben, where do people go? to Tell everybody there we got their back. Uh, we love them. And tell, uh, tell us where your social media is. Steve, Steve wants you guys, Steve Bannon wants you guys to know he's got your back. We're going to continue to follow you guys and stand with you guys, uh, even if this uh, fake president doesn't, until we take until we take this country back. So God, God bless you. March 23rd, we'll be back. All right. Got, March 23rd, they're having a, another uh, event out here. So, uh, And then all of mine, uh, it'll be on at Ben Burkwam, uh, FrontlineAmerica.com, and, uh, and uh, the best one is America'sVoice.News. American Thank you so much, Ben. Tell us people thanks. Love you, Steve. Thank you. Love you guys, too. They've been, uh, they've, as I said, not even abandoned. They've been punished. Why? Now, let me see. Why are they punished? Oh, that's right. That's the hardworking working class in this country. Those are the folks that built this country, made this country, in which it all sits on their shoulders. That would be you. They represent you. And, of course, Biden's going to go in for a photo op. It's all great. It's all terrific. It's all wonderful. Okay, a couple of programming notes uh, as we get here to the top of the hour. Uh, tomorrow, a really special show. In fact, I may talk for two hours. I think we're going to have J.D. Vance live. Right now we're trying to have Senator Vance live from the Munich uh, conference. He's going to go over, and they're already talking about the speech he's going to give, I think, on Sunday, where he walks into the lion's den. Uh, J.D.'s been uh, with us uh, from the beginning on this issue of Ukraine funding. J.D. Vance is also going to be at CPAC, and I think I can give a, a heads up uh, that J.D. is going to be on the list of people that you could vote for for VP. He's going to be one of the people on the list. The list is pretty extensive. It's a very well thought through list. I think Mercedes and Matt have done a great job. A uh, VP poll sponsored by Rob Sig and the team at Real America's Voice. Okay, as we come to the top of the hour, Tish James is going to be up at 6. President Trump is supposed to be up at 6. We'll cut to it immediately as uh, as the president steps to the sticks at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and, of course, we'll dip in and out of, uh, of Tish James. A horrible day, tragic day in the United States where they seized, essentially, President Trump's business empire in the, in the uh, global capital finance. That would be New York City. Uh, you think times are turbulent? They just took President Trump's business. What are they going to do to you? Okay. Make sure you go to Birch Gold. Find out now why gold has been a hedge against times of turbulence, both for countries, communities, and individuals.
for 5,000 years of recorded history. Pretty good track record, right? Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Philip's going to try to join me in the second hour if we can get through these press conferences. Philip Patrick from Birch Gold will be with me in the second hour. A lot of news today on inflation. None of it good. None of it good. Birchgold.com. Promo code Bannon. You get the end of the dollar empire, and you can talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Short commercial break. Stick around. The second hour of War Room is about to begin. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 